Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. What's really good, my people? Welcome in to No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. As always, it's Tuesday. We're talking NBA Conference Finals. They've been blowouts. Look, everybody likes when uh, when uh, when 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 they roll out the scripted close games, but they can't write in a couple of blowouts here and there too. The, the NBA is rigged. What's, what's up? Y'all don't like the blowouts too? Y'all y'all don't like the balance? Y'all want every game to be a, a buzzer beater? So we'll talk about Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. There has been a lot of blowouts, man. A majority of um, the games in the Eastern Western Conference Finals have been routes, like from the start. Not good games early, and then yeah. they get blown out late. They've been blowouts from the actual it like tip seven, of the st- game. 17 to 1 at one point, let me get the game last <laughs> yeah. night. Like, it was, it was a turnoff early. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was DOA, dead on arrival. Um, so we'll talk about that. I'm going to Miami for game five tomorrow. I'm really fired up about that. I uh, shout out our guy, Jared. He works for my uh, the Miami Heat. He's going to hook me up. So I'm going to shoot down for the game and then come right back, spend a couple of days in Miami, which I'm looking forward to. So we'll talk about that. Game five is going to be 2-2. And then um, I got to talk about, we got to talk about Andrew Wiggins, man. Guy apparently feels like playing ball now. Is it more of a culture thing? What, what What's gotten into Andrew Wiggins um, for the Golden State Warriors here in the Western Conference Finals. Stay locked with us. No catch up sports on in Chicago. Let's go. Big Nick the Quick. The What's happening? Look, man. Everybody wants every game to be close. Apparently. Is that is that well I think I think that's what the that, first, that's well, what it has to be right now? I, I think after some of these games, the first two rounds, you were kind of expecting that show to go on, right? And it and that's just not that's not what the conference finals have been giving you. Yeah, man. Everybody I mean, want every game to be a a, a five point, two point, three point game, will, huh? I will say this at least one of the series looks like it has the potential to go seven. Um the other one is over. Yeah, um, so you know what I mean like at least at least it's not like we're looking at two two three oh series and it's just like man I'm not even gonna watch game four type shit yeah. at least for whatever reason you can find a reason to watch Celtics heat um but Mavs Mavs Warriors has been brutal yeah no doubt before we get into that though I just told quick before we hopped on I, I'm re-watching the wire and... I didn't even know you'd ever watched yeah, I, I, <laughs> I watched it. I actually, after you guys gave me so much grief, this is like five years ago now. I watched years. it, and I, I was, it was like, I'm like, I thought it was good. You wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I think the now I'm older, and I'm, I've been sitting down and like been really locked in on it and the different dynamics of it, and it's really, really good. So I'm on season two. I'm on the it rewatch. Is, Sean was so resistant to watching the show. First of all, this man hops on this morning. Yo, yeah, I'm rewatching The Wire. I had no idea he had watched it in the first place. He'd been <laughs> telling him. So, like, for anybody, Wire is my favorite show. I've, I've probably done at least six rewatches of The Wire. No cap. Who's your Who's your favorite character? Uh, Bodie. Yeah. 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 That's a, a yeah. That's a yeah. Bodie. Bodie's, Bodie's the best character. One of the best characters in the history of television. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. At least, at least, it, like, for instance, like, I've probably watched season three ten times. Like, I could tell you season three start to finish, like, the whole thing. But, like, yeah, if you haven't watched it, um, climb out that rock you've been under and watch it. It's really dope. I think the first time you watch it, like a lot of shows, right? Like, the first time you watch it, you want to know what happens. So you're not really looking for a lot of the, I wouldn't even call them hidden messages, but, like, the overall theme that they're trying to get across outside of, like, the action on the screen. Um, you're not really on that because you just want to see what happens. Same thing with Game of Thrones. 
I recently did a Sopranos rewatch. You're kind of watching in a different light when you already know what happens. Um, and The Wire is one of those shows, definitely when you already know what happens, you start picking up on a lot of the shit. And ultimately, it's just a show about, uh, you know, a mid-sized to large city in America and all the different things that go on. So, yeah, people need to check it out for sure. Wonderfully written. Great acting. I'm telling this to everybody that has that's listened to our podcast hasn't seen it already. I'm sure you have. So, that's sick. What did my man Buddy say? He said, I was, because you know, I just watched season one. Yeah. What did he say when he, he's like, yo, what's up with you? He said, what's up with you? He said, what's up with the young boy? He said, he's soft, man. He said, he said, blood pump Kool-Aid. Yeah, blood pump Kool-Aid. <laughs> he, said, how, he said, how about you? Yeah, how about you? He said, good. Bodhi patted his hip, yeah. Uh, he said, I got that, that on me. He yeah, said, yeah, don't worry sure. about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Shout so. out. And also, another another dope thing about that show is a lot of the actors that were in that show, it was like their introduction. And you're talking about some of the biggest, like, particular Idris Elba and Michael B. Jordan are probably two of the biggest actors in the world, right? For sure, Michael B. Jordan, without a doubt, is one of the biggest actors in the world. And Idris Elba, Elba's not too far behind them. And if you look at it, they started on that show. Um, yeah, so no it's, it's pretty Stringer dope. Bell. Shout out Stringer. Yeah, great Baltimore accent from a British guy. I didn't know he was British the first couple of times I watched the show. I didn't know Dude. that McNulty's was British either. Or yeah. McNulty's Irish. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. If you haven't seen The Wire, young, take young, your time. Young, super young Michael B. Jordan. And it's one of those, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those shows as well where once you lock in on it, you're gonna be locked in for a while. For sure. So I would have Make sure you can, you know, binge a little bit in, in spots here and there. But um, I love doing rewatches of uh, a show. I'm doing a Breaking Bad rewatch. It's so right funny it's how so you great. how you receive it differently in different spots in your life. It's like, so wild, yeah. and it's so crazy when you already know what's happened. I'm telling you, you're picking up on like uh, like Sopranos. Oh my god, go rewatch Sopranos because again, you're not watching to figure out who's gonna die. Like you already know, so it's like you start picking up on a lot of like the little little nuances of the show um and, and really with like any show you rewatch you can do that so i highly recommend it game of thrones that's like a, a tough rewatch to do but it's another great rewatch but that's a great show to rewatch because there's so much shit happening and there's no way you can keep up with it the first time you watch it but yeah yeah no question man so but yeah all right back to the the, the conference <laughs> finals because yeah man there's been a lot of blowouts i understand i i don't know if i've seen a sequence of blowouts quite like this. It's just the games from the, from the tip are dead. Mm -hmm. And especially like in this Boston Miami series, it's the team that needs to get a W. Like it's almost like the other team is just like taking the night off. Yep. Like like, one Oh, we need to win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's two one. (laughs) Okay. We'll let you guys get, we'll let you guys even up to two, two, like the Miami took the night off. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. They flat out, just took the night off. We're like, mm, yeah, we'll just. We came to Boston, got a W. Now let's just go ahead and get back to Miami, and maybe we could we could put it together. And the night before that, it was like Boston and Jason Tatum took a night off. Yeah, he just Tatum, wasn't active, wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's like weird, weird stuff going on. But um, and obviously there's been some injuries, but yeah, Tyler Hero doesn't make it a twenty point game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think. I think you hit it right on the head. It's not like a lot of times with these blowouts, it's like, okay, we get to halfway through the third quarter and teams start to separate. Like last night, it was, what was it? 17 to one at one point. I don't think the Heat made a shot until eight minutes into the game. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like over. And it's like, it's we love hoops, but it's hard to watch that, man. Like it's hard. Yeah. And you know, it's almost like that Phoenix. Remember the Phoenix game seven? And like, I t- like you could tell, it's just like, yo, this is over. <laughs> this is nothing, nothing yeah. good. There's nothing they can do to flip this result around. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I hate watching a game knowing that because you're always kind of hoping for that comeback. Again, you watch certain games, and it's like, yo, I, I a comeback is not outside of the realm of possibility, right? A couple things go this way. We hit a couple shots. We're right back into this game. Games like last night, games like the Phoenix Game 7, you watch, and you're just like, man, this is over. Like, they're not doing anything. And yeah, they have no one that seems to be interested in getting them back in the game. And with Miami, if they're not hitting threes and stuff like that, if they're not hitting their shots, they're not going to all of a sudden turn it up and try to score 140 on you. Like, this is their offense. So it was just – They zapped them. 
Yeah, early, early and then it was dead and they couldn't they were like, yeah, no, nah, we don't we're not interested. And it was a classic spot as well where a lot of the the role players for Miami just didn't have it on the road. Struce didn't have it. And yeah, it was just dead early that DOA. And one of the things, let me ask you this, one of the things that I was reading and I actually listened to the pod uh were Herolibus Vulgaris. I got you don't a guy you don't really appreciate that much. I pre- I, yeah, no, I, don't, I appreciate him. I don't I don't care. You don't him. you don't love him. I, it's all right. Yeah, yeah you don't gotta arrogant. love everybody. I don't, I I don't like I don't like smartest guys in the room. That's fine. Yeah, and and he's very that he's very much that and reminds you every single opportunity. Yeah, he, he just he lacks self awareness in my opinion. Like he's yeah. one of those dudes. It's just like we get it. You're really sm- you're way smarter than me. You'll make way more money than I'll ever make in my life. I understand. But, like, even that last spot I listened to, he kept talking about how much money he's got. I'm like, bro, this shit is kind of corny. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, he he made a point of, I think there needs to be more rest in between these conference finals games. There's only been a day rest. And and there's only a day rest coming up here. They play every other we day. We talked about that, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. They 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 – they Crazy. play every other day. You think they could use some more rest in between? His his point basically was like these guys look gassed. They need more rest here in between these big time games, especially when you're flying, you know, from Boston back to Miami and and vice versa. To me, the playoffs used to seem like they dragged on, and I do not feel like that this year. So from like a consumer perspective, like it's great because I feel like when we talked about this, like every though, every it, other it, night. But it might not be though. Yeah, yeah, but then you're getting games like this, and I do think that the way that they've done, and I don't know if this is new. I can never recall the playoffs going by this fast. I mean, you're talking about the travel days have been eliminated. You could be you, you could be in Miami on Tuesday and playing in Boston on Thursday, right? So that's um, what they've been doing. Yeah, I mean, there's literally been, been a I, I, there's never been a year that I can remember where the conference finals there was a conference finals game on every single night. Right, and Even that's what it's been. Well, even a team like Miami, who wrapped up their last series in five, whereas Boston went seven, it didn't seem like Miami got that long break that you would normally get when you wrap up a series and you're waiting for another one that went seven, right? Like, don't you remember a few years ago, it seems like when the Heat would would go through on their series and take them up four and someone else is going to a seven-game one, they're off for two weeks, you know what I mean? LeBron's going to vineyards and shit like that. Um, (laughs) Now it just seems like there's just a few days. It's like, get these series over. We need to get to the next one. We want no breaks. Um, we want to, we want to capitalize on all this momentum. We can't have, there's been one, one day, I think in this whole playoff cycle that there wasn't a game. It was a Saturday. I think it was a Saturday. Yeah, there was a like, couple nights, but yeah, yeah maybe there, one or two Not nights, very many. Not very many. And yeah, I think the, pro, the, the quality of the basketball is suffering. I think in general, the NBA needs to look at the schedule, man. How many non-contact injuries, you really look at the end of the year in the league, these non-contact injuries are, are starting to mount up. And I think all of it goes back to even that bubble year. When you look at it, like if you look at the last three years for like a Hooper that's on a good team, you have played a lot of basketball in a short amount of time, right? You had yeah. the bubble year. They, they had what, like a, a month off after the bubble before they started the next season, which they had to rush through. They finally got like a regular off season this year. But like you start adding all that up, it's a lot of wear and tear on these guys, yeah, right? And, and, like a lot of, and a lot of guys played Olympics. Yep. And, guys, and- yep. A lot of guys played Olympics and some extracurricular outside of the league stuff. So yeah, man, guys are getting hurt. Playoffs, doing basic shit. You're jumping. You're getting hurt. I mean, we, I, the Achilles, the ACLs, like you know, shit like Smart's injury the other day. I thought his, I thought he was done. I was yeah. like, oh, that's ACL. He's done. It's another one. So I mean, yeah, I think the league has to look into it, man. Like especially when you consider that in the 82 game season. I know this year is a little bit different because there were some close races, but. Come on, man. These last two ten games, you 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 could you could cut those off. I could go to seventy two games. I could go to sixty five games. To be completely honest with you, schedule the uh you know space the schedule out right enough to where I'm still seeing basketball every night. I don't care. I don't need ten games a night where I'm only watching two. Yeah, of them. There's a lot of games. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of games. games. You know what I mean? So like, you could kill Sacramento on Indiana on a Tuesday night. I don't need to see. that. I mean, we could just pull Orlando off the schedule completely. We could pull it. Hey, we could you, just- could, you, could, you, could re- you could you could you could relegate them. You could send them down to the G League. <laughs> we could just hey. delete a few whole hey. franchises if y'all need to free up some schedule hey. time. Send the Magic down to the G League. Bring up the best. Bring up the G League at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, the season's too long, man. There's no. There's no reason especially again these guys are getting hurt left and right and like you got to fit you got to kind of weigh that balance of yeah we want to make the money from those extra 10 to 15 games but if we're losing jason tatum if we're losing kevin durant 
You know what I mean? Like it's we don't have so our hard to guy. tie to tie the, to correlate one another. But yeah, I get you. They it won't do it. Seem, yeah. But like the if you're watching the games, that, these yeah. got like man. They, I think these guys are a little tired, bro. They're tired. Of shit. Like they've been playing a lot of basketball. They've been playing every other day, and especially um, Dallas just went seven, and yeah. now they're playing every other day, and they're getting run ragged by the Warriors. Like that's yeah. that's what it seems to. That's what seems to be the case. And, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a fatigue element, but yeah, sure. But I mean, it, that that has to be part of it. I think, yeah, yeah sure, like there, sure. there's there's no doubt that some of those guys are tired and legs are gone. Yeah, but, and guys don't want to be there that night. Like you can see, it, certain guys just don't want to be there that night. Yeah, and, it, and it's James and, didn't want to be there at all in the playoffs. Yeah, he was, and he was checked out. And the only game that's been, um, I was surprised at what Miami did over the weekend in Boston. That was that was interesting, but I was going to say most of these guys have been the 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 home team is taking care of business, and the away team is kind of disinterested, tired, and not looking super locked in. From but, a gambling perspective, you can't. I mean, I don't know. I don't even. It's know tough, man. It's any, back and forth. There is no trend to follow. There's no home court away. There's none of that, man. You might be at home, get blown out by twenty. You might be on the road and win by twenty. So it's just there's no. Yeah, it's a flyaway. Yeah, especially with like not, and then there's there's guys Smart's in and out and Man, heroes out. Last Smarts all out. Is he gonna yeah. play? People Time getting Lord. announced out late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Tom looks very good, by the way. Like, is something like this good for Vegas though? Are they are they cleaning up on, or do you think it's they're going I, through the same I, roller, roller coaster as the public? I mean, I would say it's very. It'd be very. It's very tough to set numbers because it's like I don't know who's gonna play. I'm trying to get as much information as I possibly can. Excuse me. I'm trying to get as much information as I possibly can. And people are getting scratched. And then teams aren't showing up in the yeah. first half. Like, for example, you when when Boston got out to a 17-1 lead yesterday, like what it, 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 there's only been five minutes, six minutes of game time played, right? Like what 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 am I supposed to make the live line? Yeah. Like right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. the, there's there's literally 42 minutes left of the game. It's 17-1, and it, but it looks like the game is dead, right? Yeah, right? So it's like you don't want to put out a number like Boston, and the and the line opened at Boston or closed at Boston minus six and a half, seven in some spots. Yeah. So what do you do with the live line? Do you just automatically make it 15? Or is that too big of a number? Because then you don't want to get caught in the middle where people that – had Boston minus six, six and a half, or now take it, are now taking Miami plus twenty two. Yeah, and it's like so. It's like a really precarious spot. You know what I mean? So, it, I I can imagine it being extremely tough. Oh yeah, because you're creating both. a bunch. You're creating a bunch of middles for people. Yeah, that you're are, creating that huge have. middles for people that already. <laughs> it's have like yo, both. I got minus six and a half and plus twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, like I'm, it. I'm, I'm it it's, it's it can get very precarious for a bookmaker, especially. I mean, at the end of the day, the reason that Vegas and these guys and can do what they do is because it's a long game for them. Yeah, for sure. They just got deeper pockets than you, and you are going to show up to the window every day, and they're just going to outlast you. Like that. That's that's how they make money, right? War of attrition. Yeah. So it's it'd be. Uh, I I couldn't imagine it for like an individual bookmaker. Or a guy that a guy is trying to run yeah, some shit yeah, where he's yeah. getting just like all types of stuffs coming in on his sheet. He would almost he's super he, leveraged he, out. I would I just wouldn't even touch the live line. I'm not posting it. Right, right, right. Then like that. Yeah, that a, it's a, a lose. It's a lose lose. There's no way. It's, there's no. There's nothing that's gonna tip it in your advantage. So why even? Exactly. It's a really tough situation for those type of guys. Point. Yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, I'm still excited for the. You know who let us down. And before, well, actually, let me before we talk about Dallas and before we talk about Dallas and the Warriors, I go I go to Miami tomorrow morning. I'm trying to figure out my itinerary here. Um, have you ever been to that? Have you ever been to that stadium? No, I've never really been to Miami. I've been to South Florida a bunch. I've never been to. Uh, you never been to South no, Beach and then no, across, across we the were, water to Miami. So yeah, so my girl's got family has a place like an hour north of Miami. So we were talking about next time we go. I think that we're gonna. My girl and I are gonna go. Grab what a is hotel. it like? Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. They're yeah, they're like uh, Deerfield Beach. So it's like an hour north. Okay. Um, but we were gonna go down to Miami, grab a hotel, do the whole South Beach thing for a night or two. So. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. 
It's yeah, expensive. No. It's very uh, sceny. I know it's expensive and sceny. sceny. And we've talked we've talked about this before, <laughs> right? Like it's almost like not like to the level of like going to Monaco, but there are like certain things where it's just like, yo, look, man, I don't where, I mean, where they're trying I to at? I mean they're trying to keep up with the Joneses or spend a bunch of bread I don't have slash don't need to spend right now, whereas yeah. I can like go somewhere and be a little bit more like in my element. Like, cause you know how it is, man. You go to yeah, you're in South Beach kicking it. You're trying to catch the vibe, but you ain't got the pockets as deep as my man's over there. <laughs> like, yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, like, thanks. Yeah, I'm yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to get a hotel or stay with my guy. Um, gee, you know how it is. As you get older, I don't want to be taking it. I don't yeah, want to be in people's weird. spaces. And I got shit to do and stuff like that. So hotel I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to save the money versus get a hotel for a couple <laughs> nights. But yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm going to go down in the morning. I'm going to get some breakfast. I'm going to go down and try to find me a little Cuban Cuban sandwich for lunch. You get a Cuban coffee. I'm just going to go post up at the beach. Not even at the beach because I have work to do. So I'll probably try to find a pool with some internet. And then I'll post up, do my work, knock my shit out, have a couple beverages, come 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and then... I gotta get an all white outfit. Apparently, my man. So, so, uh, the, so oh, the, the guy, that, the white out, the white out, the guy that's hooking us up with the seats is uh, a homie I grew up with. Went to high school. Shout out Jared B. He uh, he always listens to the pod as well. So shout yeah. out JB. Um, but yeah, I gotta get a little white fit. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna enjoy myself, and then I'm gonna come back first thing Friday morning and kick it. And my flight wasn't too bad because it's I mean a Wednesday and a Friday, but. You could always find a flight to Florida from Chicago to Florida is usually pretty decent. That's the nice thing about O'Hare is you can always find a you can always find some sort of flight. A lot of yeah. folks catching. Well, what's love too crazy. is that Miami won over the weekend, so either way, I was good to have. I, I should be set to have a good game. It was either going to be two two or it was going to be three yeah. one Miami, and then they had a chance to close it out. So this game five, I'm predicting this game five to be very tight. I um I also think I'll, yeah, I'll be honest with you I think Boston closes out two two one one in six they're gonna win the next two games um, okay they're gonna win the next two games they're gonna win in Miami tomorrow and then they're gonna close it at home on Friday in Boston I I, I think it's very apparent to me and I know they've been blowouts so you can kind of throw them away but. <clears throat> Miami just doesn't have enough offensively, especially when these dudes are locked in on D. Like Saturday, they weren't locked in, and they were able to, and Miami was able to kind of, you know, do what they do, do what they do, and 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 lean on them, and you know, they they were ahead tape to tape, right? And they lost their guy, so I don't. I think that's dead, though. I think Boston is Boston is just a better squad. Boston plays a lot better defense, and they just have a lot more scores. And I think, especially if Marcus Smart can come back, he seems to be just that like that mental piece. But, yeah, I think Boston closes it out in six. I'm going to try to look for a bet that I could place that won't ruin my enjoyment of the game where I could root for Miami, but not have it not really mess around with – because at this point I want to see Boston Golden State. You don't want to see any part of Miami Golden State. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I think those are the two best teams left, Boston and and the Warriors. So I think that'll be a better series. So that's what I want to see. And and I want the Warriors. To play. I think the Warriors are going to win the championship this year. I've been reluctant to say it all year, but yeah. I don't see at this After point. Phoenix went down, huh? Phoenix let us down, bro. It's just, Phoenix really did let, let us down. And the Warriors, and I think I got to admit, I admitted to myself this morning. I don't hate the Warriors by any, by any stretch of the imagination, right? I love yeah. all those guys. They're great. It's been fun. But I just didn't want them to win. The um, Warriors. I think, yeah, and I think that that yeah. kind of crept into how we talk about them on the show where I'm like, no, nah, man, no, no, no. And it's just like you watch, and they just keep getting better and better and better. They're making short work of Dallas, who ultimately uh, – look, Dallas beat Phoenix, but Dallas was not one of the best teams of the Western Conference this year. You know who Dallas is this year? That Portland, that Dame Portland squad that got yeah. to the Western Cup, the yeah. same exact team. Yeah, just riding the back of a, they, a transcendent player. Yes, who's, and who's they, hot at the right time, and like, yeah. But and the they finally itself, got over the hump to get to the conference finals. Yeah. Um, and you then they team. literally have zero shot to to zero go to the finals. To, yeah, it's over. Yeah. I mean, it's over. It's funny. It's funny. So, did you hear? I guess we're moving on to Miami, Dallas, or, or Dallas and Golden State right now. Did you hear Luca and Jason Kidd's post game press conferences the other day? 
I have never heard anything like this before. Where uh, they just kind of conceded? Yeah. Did you yeah. like Jason Kidd's like, we weren't supposed to be here anyways, right? Y'all didn't have us here, so it's going to be yeah. great for going forward. I'm like, bro, you're in the middle of a fucking series. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, y'all aren't going to come back. Um, You know you're not going to come back. i just never seen a team, like, they really, like, 100% conceded. Like, yeah, there's no chance. Packed it up, yeah. The way he said it, it's just like, yeah, this has been a great year. Luca's like, yeah, it's been a great ride, Uh, you know. He's ready to go back to Slovenia. Yeah, he's ready to go kick it. (laughs) Luca ready to go back to the crib and kick it. He got a couple Svetlanas lined up, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) A couple couple bad chicks with sharp accents. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but it was just like, man, when I heard them say that the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, these boys. Jason Kidd already booked his flight to wherever he's going. Um, Catch some rays. So, yeah, they're, they're done. Hey, shout out Dallas, though, man. They took out Phoenix. Um, but I don't see any way. I don't see any way the Warriors don't close them out. You think tonight. it's just a sweep up? Yeah, I think it's, o- in, I think it's, it's over with. I think it's over with. You, when a team you knows that they can't win, what are they? What are they going to do? They know they can't win. Yeah, what? And they've um, had a long playoff run. What? Because they're going to lose Brunson probably, right? I think so. I think that's why. Yeah, I it's think just so. like they, he's going to get a ton of cash from someone. And he's going to leave, and he wants. I think he wants to leave. And they also got to look at their team and say, if we re Brunson, we can't, yeah. we can't bring in the things that we actually need. They got Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie can kind of sure. do so that role. For they're going to they're gonna lose Brunson. What, what else do you think they would need? Because obviously he's getting guys insanely good good looks at jump shots. Luka is. What, what, what could they add, in your opinion, that could have them back in the Western Conference Finals? A big. A big. They need, they need some – Rim running bigs that can block shots. They need they need JaVale McGee. I love my man's, but JaVale McGee type player, probably a little bit younger, maybe a Capella-ish type does guy. Aiden, One does of those Aiden guys. interest Aiden, you? Aiden is the perfect player for them, 100%. Yeah, Aiden's the perfect player for them. Aiden is what they need. So if they can make a deal to do a sign-and-trade with Aiden, for sure. But if you're Phoenix, there's zero chance you're sign-and-trading Aiden to the, to the Mavericks. Isn't he on an expiring, though? Yeah, but he's restricted. Oh, he's restricted. Okay. So would have to. So in Dallas is over the cap, so they would have to facilitate some sort of sign and trade to do that. And I just can't see Dallas be, or Phoenix being like, "Yeah, we'll sign and trade to the team that just knocked us out, and all of a sudden give you the one thing you don't have and end our title run." Also, um, don't forget about Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. He he can he can fill it up. He can shoot it when necessary. So. Yeah, uh, that's but bit. that's not what they that's look, man. But then at some point you become redundant, right? This is like the old this is the great thing you brought up the Blazers. At some point, you keep adding what you already have while ignoring what you really need, right? And the Blazers did this for yeah, years. They can just move we, some of that shooting. We need a rim protector, so we add uh who is my man's that's out the league, damn near Enos Cantor. We need a <laughs> rim protector, so we add Norman Powell. We need a rim protector, so we add Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, you know that what Norman I mean? Powell deal made no sense no from sense. the start. And we love Norman Powell, but it's like, yeah. why are you adding another scorer? Like, so if you're Dallas, look at this the right way. I think that what teams, when you got a player like Luka, right, who is going to account for, like, on any given game, like 60 to 70% of your offense, if we're really keeping it real, when you add in assists, points, the fact that he initiates yeah, the everything. usage is insane. Yeah, you gotta consider. Do we need more offensive guys? Right, we need another guy who can score, who can take the pressure off him. But we really need to make sure we have some defense around him, some capable bigs. You know, what I mean, these guys who who allow us not to get beat up by Golden State, who doesn't even have a ton of size, but get to the rim whenever they want. Um, and we just need some some type of presence. It can't be uh, who's my man, light skin buddy uh, that plays center for them. Uh, Norm Powell, not Norm Powell, Dwight Powell. You know what White I mean? Ball, like that, yeah. that can't be your center in the Western Conference Finals, right? Yeah. Like, so let me ask you this. Because I was thinking about this the other day while I, while I was drinking some coffee in the morning, and I was just like thinking about the Western Conference Finals and Luca, because I love Luca. I love his game. Do you remember that Kobe interview where he was talking about James Harden? And he was like, James Harden's never gonna win a ring, like the, with his style of play. Do you remember that? You remember that 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 uh that interview so yeah. kobe if you don't know what i'm talking about kobe came out and said james harden's never gonna win a title playing the way he does iso dribble 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 drive and kick whatever that style of play what's the difference between that and what luca does I, like like would kobe have that opinion on luca at the moment like if uh, someone uh, were I, to ask being that <laughs> 
Like, what's the difference? And I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate because obviously I think that Luca can get a chip with how he plays if the you know if the the right system and the right people are around him. But what what's the difference there? What, what would what's the difference between him and James Harden? Yeah, no, I I feel and like not, there, I feel and, like and there is a difference. They're different players, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like there is a difference, but when you describe it that way, it's it's, it's kind of hard to to articulate. I don't know, right? Because it's like I feel like the Harden shit was, even though Luca kind of does the same thing, Trey kind of does the same thing. The Harden thing was like it on steroids. But here's the other thing: they were winning 60 ball games a year, 55, 57, 58, 59, 60 ball games a year. So obviously, it was effective, right? And a big um, difference. The Harden, of, the a big difference of each playoffs it kind of disappeared whereas with Luca he's the second leading all-time exactly. scorer in NBA history exactly in that's what I, I, so that's, that's what I was gonna right say there. in the playoffs yeah that's that, the difference right there that's a big difference on how he gets down in the playoffs and his mentality is completely different but I found it interesting because I was just thinking about different players different scenarios what's next for some of these guys and what do they need to get over the hump and I thought about that Kobe interview and I'm like I wonder what he would say about if I could, if 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 I could ask Bean, what does he think Luca needs? What would he say, and would it be similar to what he said about James? But yeah. just something to think about. Interesting piece. But well, it's interesting that you bring, like I bring up Capella, right? Because it's like Capella played with James. Capella played with Trey. Like clearly, Clint Capella is the perfect type of big that you want in yeah. this situation. But I think you're right. Aiden is number one, right? Aiden would be the uh, he is he, yeah young. You can grow with Luca. He's a rim running big. He can play some D. He he can absolutely play those minutes for you. Um, you just got to figure out a way to get it done. So maybe you could facilitate something. I don't know. Is it Aiden and I don't know how the cap works, but could you do something with Aiden and Brunson? I don't know. Would either team be interested in that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Brunson, I'd have to, Brunson, I'd have to go those, look and 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 write it up and see. But yeah. could you imagine Brunson taking those campaign minutes? You know what I mean? Taking those because campaign was brutal this year. Yeah. Um, taking the who else would it Landry Shamit minutes like those are all would become Brunson minutes so you could have like that would be the ideal scenario because each team has what the other guy wants. If Brunson, <laughs> could, you said if, if Brunson could get to Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he he's baby Chris Paul. Yeah, essentially, I don't know about well, he doesn't facilitate it like Chris. Yeah, but yeah, he's a little different player, but yeah, he he's such an interesting player because he's oh, a Brunson. scorer. You you know what's going to be really interesting, to be completely honest, is seeing him for a long stretch without Luca around. We saw them a couple well, games he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. where he was like basically playing Luca. Yeah. <laughs> he was all, he was controlling the ball, going to the cup, shooting jumpers, doing everything. Right. I it, it'll be interesting to see how much he could keep that up on a maybe for like a whole season face of the 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 guy type. Uh, of every night knowing that, yeah, you're going to be the guy here. It's a little different responsibility when that when that comes either, to play. Either way, I'm so happy he's going to get paid, man. You and I both yeah. talked about it. We've talked about it for four years. We have, it's, man. There was there was really no – I don't understand. I'm not an NBA draft guy, so I'm not, an, I'm not a scout, but I watched basketball and I could have told you that there weren't – what was he drafted, like 38? There weren't 37 better yeah. players than him in that draft. I don't know. Watch the film. Well, it you was know, all right. you know what he came in the league it's... and he was instantly good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was fully, quote unquote, fully developed. It was a problem. Like he he was a problem at Villanova, but he is he how much he's gonna he's, that's about as good as he's gonna get, and they were wrong, and that was it. Yeah, period. That was point blank. Very, very wrong. They should have went and talked to his dad. He would told him. Should have talked to Jay Wright. <laughs> I, keep, I keep sending y'all players that are good in the NBA, but you don't want them because they've stayed for like Mikel Bridge is another guy. It's like, look, I got a philosophy draft Villanova guys and draft guys at Kentucky that didn't get shine. Booker. Well, Hero. we got Archie. We had Archie for a little second. Yeah, Archie sucks. <laughs> Bulls had he's Archie. Out, he's, he's out the league. Bulls had Yo, Archie how many guys from some of these? You know what's crazy? If you look at all some of these guys from these Bulls teams we've watched over the fi- last five years, how many yes. of them are straight up out the league? Yeah, like it's just crazy. out like Shaq Harrison out the league. Yeah, guys that were league. guys, guys that were getting, getting minutes. <laughs> big tick in the NBA. Like big tick out the yeah, league. Denzel like, Valentine out the league. Shaq the Harrison. Out the and league. then all the guys that we let go somewhere else are are cooking. Are killing it. So yeah, I think uh, the player that's a league. big conversation that we could have at some point here, but out the league. Denzel. Our player development is not. Denzel going to get a job with his brother up at Loyola. 
I forgot his brother is over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Shout out Drew Valentine. Yeah, looks exactly so, like Denzel. Yeah, they both look identical. Dude, like, Edder, 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 Edder was wow. calling the Denzel shit for years. Though. He's like, yo, as soon as this dude's done with the Bulls, he's out. He's he's done. Mandarin never playing the league again. And Denzel, yeah, out. he was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, said he should go play like some three, Mandarin. He That's for like three said. years. I need to learn Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be in the China Super League. Go learn the oh Mandarin ASAP. So CKSA Moscow or some shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> so um we don't got too much, man, just because of you know the the blowouts and the situation. I do want to talk about Andrew Wiggins because Coward Nick Ryan. is a known Andrew Wiggins hater, certified. And he's not alone. And there's been a lot of reasons and valid reasons why people have thought this he doesn't play hard he doesn't make an impact he's your classic the the reason and if you guys have been listening to us for over the years you know that i am a massive dwight howard hater purely on the fact well i think he's a cornball but secondly he had there was no reason why he shouldn't have been the best center to ever play like that's how much potential and athletic ability naturally he was he flat out naturally could win dpoi and just every year never did anything to improve his offensive game never added a single move his entire prime he did absolutely nothing to improve his offensive game when he could have been an absolute killer so that's a big reason why i don't like dwight howard and don't rock with dwight howard a big reason why nick and I'll speak for Nick and a lot of other people, and me included, was Wiggins had it all, or has it all, should be a force every single night, and he would flat out pick and choose, forget about possessions, pick and choose nights where he would show up and want to affect the game. Look at his numbers against Cleveland and Minnesota, the two teams that trade him. Guy averaged like 30 a game against the Timberwolves. he just go crazy on him. Yeah. Which so, is like, yeah. What do you think it is right now? Is it is so, it is it look, the culture? Is it being around the championship pedigree of Draymond and Steph and Clay and Kerr, or exactly is he just is. finally like, if ah, well, I'm gonna make an impact, or what, me, what is it? Let me backtrack you first on Dwight. Right? Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you said about Dwight. I disagree with some of it, though. I think that we we don't we need to look at Orlando Dwight. And I get he never added any offense or anything like that, but he 100% took that team to the finals, right? Um, was a force defensively. I think to put him in the same category as Wiggins is kind of unfair to what Dwight oh, was. I wasn't putting him, with I, I was just trying to, the, like, the perception of why, why sure. I don't like Dwight Howard is the same yeah. reason why me and a lot of other people don't like Andrews because I'm looking at this dude like, yo, this dude could score 20. He could be ant-man yeah but he's but he not. had Why to do not? a lot more than wiggins i think to get to 20 wiggins i think the knock on wiggins is this guy could wake out of bed wake up out of bed and give you 20 because the skill was already there it was but more that's the, will. the same thing the, um, the same way dwight would roll out of bed and could get you sure. six blocks and, and 20 have, boards we can have this conversation another day but dwight will probably end up as a hall of famer when you look at his title resume right sure. uh wiggins Fine. no chance the problem with wiggins is this right i think and i think it's always been the issue with wiggins is there seems to just be a lack of motivation right he doesn't seem like a motivated player he doesn't seem like an assertive player he's not an aggressive player um he's just we talk about like that quote-unquote killer instinct and a lot of people say like oh that's bullshit like no it's 100 percent real right like some guys just won't lose right refuse to lose obviously they lose games but like that mentality of i'm not going down like that right or if i'm the number one guy i'm gonna act like it with wiggins you look at some of those numbers in Minnesota, it's not like he hasn't had productive years. He had years in Minnesota, he was averaging 24 points a game. So clearly the talent's there, but it's just a lack of caring. Like Jimmy told you, right? When Jimmy was in Minnesota, he said, Cat's the most talented player on the team. Wiggins is one of the best players I've ever been around, but those guys don't go hard, right? And you look at a guy like Jimmy, I think Jimmy's a good, like, you know, guy to compare it against where he doesn't have anywhere near the amount of skill. But if you put Jimmy Butler in Andrew Wiggins' body, I don't know what the fuck we'd have, right? No, you got like Kobe Bryant. And you say a lot of guys like that, right? Like we, we talk about like for Jimmy, it's hard to get to 25. It's a hard-earned 25. Like he's doing all types of shit because it's not as natural. Then you watch Wiggins on a day like the other night, and he's taken off from the three-point from the free throw line and just yoking on people. Um, you look at him in certain games, and it looks like this guy's awesome. But then we talk about it, it can be quarter to quarter. In the first quarter, he can look like Michael Jordan. 
And in the second quarter, he can look like fucking Michael Oliver Candy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's kind of, it just varies from minute to minute, quarter to quarter, whatever his motivation is. So I think he's in a perfect spot for him because ultimately, if he plays well, it's a bonus. And if he doesn't, nobody really cares. Right, because you have Steph. So is it a pressure Steph. thing then? So it's, is it it's like a pressure that? thing? Some guys don't want the pressure. Some guys do not want the pressure, man. That that's what it comes down to. So he like, just I, has the the free flowing able to. He's just not play built ball. like that, man. He's just not built like that. That's he what you think the the change is, though. Like, and what's been going mental. on the last. That's that's mental. You hear some of the interviews with Steph has had, and they're like, "Yeah, we know he can do this, right?" Like the guys see it in practice. Right. Like, look, you, you're in the locker room with this guy and he's doing shit that's ridiculous that you can't do. You know, whether it's his verticals, vertical, some of the moves that he can make, what it looks like when he plays hard. Like guys know who has it and who doesn't. But they also know he's not going to bring it like that. And like so you can't really rely on him other to be anything other than your third or fourth best player. And for them, he's like their fourth option. So he's in a complete no pressure spot on a really good team where the vibes are great. They got well, a plan you, D now too, though. He can. He always could. He playing D that now too. With that type of yeah, exactly. It's easy. Go play defense, man. We don't need you to to go score. The spotlight's not going to be on you. Go play some great D. Cool. Awesome, man. No pressure at all. If I get cooked, I get cooked. If I play well, people say it's great. And you can yeah, tell when you I, they interviewed him after the game the other day in TNT, and this guy is like dry as toast. Like it's just not there, man. Like it's just not there. Some yeah. dudes. And another thing is this, man. I think some guys and like, you got to think about the person who was naturally born that way, right? Where you have always been. We all started playing sports young, right? And the guy who's just, guy or girl who's just naturally way above everybody else can go one of two ways. You can skate on how good you are because you're just always going to be so much better until everybody, until you get to that high level where he is now. Like, he's just always been better, so he never really had to work hard. Or you could be a workaholic. Right. So, I mean, like, and I think he took that other path. He's just always been better. And usually it's guys with size. You usually see some seven foot guys like, how the fuck did you get to the NBA? Because I've just always been seven feet tall. And no one could do anything about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. What I'm saying? Yeah, Look yeah, at guys yeah. in the NFL. How did he get here? Because I've always ran a four four and ultimately no one can do anything about it until I run into other guys who are that way. And Wiggins got to the league. You run into other guys who are that way and you're not as good and you're not willing to put in that work to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that. It, it, it's really what it is. But I think that whole thing of just always being better than everybody, but, you have to want to work hard. Whereas you're not trying to get to everybody else's level. You're already above them in first grade, second grade, third grade. Your whole so, life you've been that dude. You've been preordained to go to the NBA since you were in eighth grade. But is the, is the, is the, is the switch flipped or is it just a really good situation? No, if you pull them out of that situation, it wouldn't be the same, you think? If Wiggins, if Wiggins averages – Six points a game for the rest of the playoffs, I would not be surprised. I don't think you have unlocked any switch in him. If I'm a GM from around the NBA, I'm not like, oh, we need to line up to give Andrew Wiggins. Well, yeah, money. we got the finals coming up. We're gonna find out. It's hard for a dude <laughs> to just look, man. Give me the guy who's gonna like I I give me the guy who's gonna go hard over the guy I gotta find a way to motivate every day. And like it's again, it's telling when you see that like his it's just confusing, the- right? Because you're saying this, but he's been motivated the last week. Five, he's six been games. motivated the last week. He's well, been in the league for eight fucking no, years. No, 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 no. I know. I, I get it. So, like, we, we got to see if he if he rolls it. It, it. Yeah, I mean, he's in a really good situation. I think the pressure thing is he's definitely a guy where if you, I'm not looking to you for much. You might show up with a lot, and then it's it's a, it's an added bonus. But if I'm looking to you every night to produce on a, at a very high clip offensively and I'm asking you to play D, you don't have that Jimmy Butler mentality. It's not probably not going to happen every night. but. I also think he's getting a soft matchup in Dallas right now, too, who's yeah, tired, exactly. yeah. beat up, and yeah. he gets to – yeah. So, he's been playing really well, though. So, Boston will be a different story if they just, play them or Miami. Either one will be a different story. He's a hitter. It's just for me, man, like I wouldn't want – that's got to be frustrating for his teammates. It's got to be frustrating for his coaches because you know a guy can – it's the one thing to have a bad game, but like when you feel a guy is just not into it, that's tough, man, and like that's why I'd be I'd be reluctant to give him any type of. I don't want him on my team. I'm good. You guys can have Andrew Wiggins, and you can you can deal with him. You scoring got three hundred on there, though. Yeah, exactly. That's a great well, you spot. You take him on that. You take him on that. You might you might have four with Jordan Poole. <laughs> Javel, nah, Javel's yeah. in Phoenix. But Javel, yeah, yeah Javel's in Phoenix, but Javel's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> 
Post got Post got three rings and a gold medal. What else do you want from me? <laughs> Javale a Hall of Famer. Fuck you talking about. If Robert Ori's a Hall of Famer, Javale McGee's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see how it shakes. But yeah, I think it's um I'm gonna tell you this. We gotta get the, Javale on the box. The yell, the yell I let out when Wiggins went up and punched that on on Luca the other night. Ridiculous. Alyssa was sleeping on the couch. Dog, she I screamed right in her in her face. Like on act because she was like laying on she was like laying in my lap. I was I couldn't believe he punched it. I was Ridiculous. shocked. It was like when he loaded up to you know how you like get that like hold on is he gonna try to punch this and you kind of like sit up a little bit? Well, you see the runway open. How up, many right? guys can do that? You yeah, that's that's a good question. How Not many guys many. can actually do that? Come on, come just out. decide they're gonna do that, right? Like, Ant Man, like Ant Man for sure. He's a freak. You got give me the freaks, Zach. I don't even know if Zach has those legs anymore like that. Well, but Zach pre this year, yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, we sure. don't know what's going on with Zach. Zach could do it. There's there's always the, the super springy guys who are able to just take off from anywhere, right? Like that's elite, yeah, man, level of was. athleticism. That's what I talk about when you say he's always had that. So we've always had that. Like, come on, man, you go to any in most games you show up to, you're just killing folks just off being there. You know, outside of NBA games, you show up to pickup game. Come on, man. We were 16, show up to pickup court. Andrew Wiggins was just destroying folks in Canada. I think that's my favorite like moment in a game. Cause you you so you see him get the pass and you see him pump and go by. You see the you see this is my favorite part of like a, a of like a, a basketball game, I guess, like an individual play, is you see the Red Sea open up and you see it's one guy under the basket between the rim and an athletic guy. And the first thing I'm thinking is like, how is he going to try to finish this? Is he going to lay this up? Is he going to try to, you know, draw a foul? Or is he just going to try to put this on his noggin? Yeah. And I kind of, you, I, I, he turned the corner. And I, I kind of looked. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like he got a shot. And then yeah, I saw him go up. And then now you like almost st- standing up in the crib. <laughs> And then he punched it, bro. Oh man, it's, a, it's crazy. top two, top three dunk of the year, no question. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And so, like, yeah, I mean, the talent is there, but again, man, imagine you're playing with a guy who does that. And he doesn't do that often, but you know he can. Is he the Western Conference Finals? Uh, what MVP right now? No, new award. He's not at the uh, what is it? That's the Bob Cousy or whichever one is that? I thought that was Magic. I think it's Magic. Is it the Magic? Oh, God, he, yeah. I, if Andrew Wiggins wins a Magic Johnson award, I'm probably out. I think hey, is, <laughs> is, just, he, is he not? Though? He's he might not? be. I don't know. Or is that just one? Is that just one of those things you give to Steph? Uh, just give that shit to Steph, man. Give Steph his <laughs> trophies off, off GP. <laughs> just give it to Steph, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been. Let me see. Let me see. I'll, let me give you Wiggins' line each game. This it's got to be Steph. Steph in this series is 21, 32, 31. Steph played – or Wiggins played 40 minutes, most on the team last year. He had 27, 11, and 4, and was checking Luka. Then Friday, he had – He said 19, he had, 16, and 27. 19, 16, 27. Yeah, it's probably – I guess you could just give it to Steph. But he he's number two, ain't no question about it. He's been sure. making an impact for sure. Yeah. So, all right, man. Anything else you got before we get up out of here? I'm excited for the game. Who who you got tomorrow? You got Miami. What's the line? Let me let me let me get the line for you real two, quick. Two, two two in South Beach. Two two in South Beach Wednesday night, which is Friday night in Miami, so it don't matter anyway. Um, Wednesday night doesn't. Line matter. is Boston minus one. Money line is wow. uh, minus one twenty. Over under. Take a guess. Boston's at the total. laying points on the road. Minus one. Okay. Wow. Hey, the game. Hey, game four tonight. Is is Dallas minus one? They think Dallas could could get one. Yeah, no. Um, I would I would take Miami. So it's like a seesaw. The series is just back and forth. It's Miami's yeah. turn. It's Miami's turn. So you saying you say so you saying it goes seven then? Yeah, I think it goes seven. <sighs> yeah, I'm not with you, man. I got I Boston. Know you think it's six, I got yeah. Boston and I got Boston Friday. But I but do think I do I'm gonna think, be at the game tomorrow, so I'm gonna be rooting for I'm gonna be rooting for Miami. No question, it's gonna. Are you gonna, are you gonna show up in the third quarter like most of the Heat fans do? <laughs> no, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up right <laughs> at the tip. That shot is empty until after halftime. 
<laughs> I'm gonna pull up at the tip. The game is at seven. The game's at eight thirty, so that's plenty of time to get there on time. Yeah, man, you can go to Prime One Twelve. Eight thirty, eight thirty East Coast. I'll be able to grab a nice little dinner at seven o'clock, six thirty, yep. and cruise over. And uh, I gotta try to find some white pants, but you know that's about mm-hmm. it. That's not gonna be hard. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I've never been there. I gotta, I gotta try to do all this stuff, man, before I start a family. And all. that's why I'm trying. That's why I'm going down yeah. the first. Whoa, time. where did so that I, come you from? Know what I, mean? I gotta try to. I gotta, I gotta get all this shit in, man. I'm I've running out of time, you, man. Heard you utter the lines before I start a family. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, well, before hey. you know, I'm running Pressure. out of time. I'm, I'm 34. Pressure. I'm coming just turned, down I'm, on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34, oh, man. How many so more years I got to go week, down bro. to hey. South Beach on a Wednesday and catch the game? You know what I'm saying? My biological clock is ticking. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Points. Folks said, hey, Sean going to be 45. Like, yeah, it's my bet in a newborn right here. <laughs> <laughs> How many more years I got? You know? I, I you gonna be tired and tired of chasing around a six-year-old fucking yeah you know what i mean so i gotta don't do it save your hundred ethan but yeah man i gotta if Mavs, oh my god hey ethan let me know if you want to do that so i'll give you my email i'll give you my email address right now i will take that action bro i will 100 take that action so, I'll, I'll put the 3100 escrow if it makes you feel safe but yeah let's do it that's an easy yeah, man. 100 so i'll uh <laughs> i'm gonna post a i'm gonna post a, a few a few stories follow me on ig at chicago for Wait, post a few I, stories for the game yeah i think we got to uh i think we got to we got to shout out legal warsaw playing game for the uh, Polish basketball finals, man. Shout out our guy, Danny Polska. Yeah, man, Danny Polska. Always every week from Poland. Rocking every with week, us from Poland, man. man. We ever make it, we ever make it out to Poland, man, we can come fuck with you and Louis Warsaw, Nelson. yeah, man. Yeah. Set, it, set it up, dog. Yeah, <laughs> All right, man. Game five, uh, game five tomorrow. That's the game you want to watch. Game four tonight. Uh, can the Mavs get one? We'll see. We'll see what Luka does. We'll see if he shows up or is he already back in uh, Slovenia. Already. But uh, we'll see. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Tell the homies to tell a friend. You already know the deal. No catch up sports talk in Chicago. I'll see you next week. See you all next week. We out of here.